It is upon us. That wonderful time of year. Eggnog. Twinkly lights. Hot chocolate. Christmas movies. Hot apple cider. Christmas music. Mulled wine. Christmas parties. Christmas parties with, with, with single malt scotch out of Carl's fancy scotch glasses. Christmas snow. I, I think we've I think we've exhausted this. Christmas yeah. poop. I don't know. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I love my Christmas poop. <laughs> to the Movie Men podcast. <laughs> the B team. <laughs> that's Carl. And that's Brady. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gate. <laughs> right out of the waste gate. Time. No, second, normally, second episode in. Normally you're like, oh, this is Brady. And I'm like, what? Who's, what? Where do I fit in? <laughs> I have, I, I, this is maybe the greatest Christmas gift you could have given me. I have a sense of identity. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not a, um, uh, a word, what is it, is word Nazi still politically correct? I don't know. Um, a word I don't. I don't know the English language rules as well. I love as most. how you're you're struggling to look for a word to describe the fact that you, <laughs> that you're not real great with words. Well, I, I'm, I was more specifically speaking to the rules and how those rules are spoken and written. Ah, um, ed, ed, grammar, educated. grammar nut. I'm not a, a grammar, grammar police. Nut. Grammar police. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if this or that, I don't know which one's appropriate. I don't know which one is the proper use of for there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Does, but you're saying that that f- sounds more appropriate. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the most appropriate way would be for us to introduce <laughs> ourselves, but that's like, that feels cold that's not and isolated. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, podcast here so as we've alluded to by coming out and saying it directly it is it's christmas the holiday season well it's yeah holiday season. buddy you my favorite it, you know. time of year it's finally here yeah and um and with that comes all kinds of fancy holiday specials and yeah. and classics and, and classics and we're here yeah. to talk about one a new the, one the guardians of the galaxy holiday special <sighs> A feet? No, not what are they calling them? Uh, a special presentation? A special present? Yeah, a Marvel special presentation. Yeah. Which, listen, so far, <clears throat> the two special presentations that we've gotten. Please do more. Keep them coming. Home runs. They're great. They're so they're good. good. They're short. They're an. This would be an excellent way to like introduce all kinds of new characters to us in a way that is giving us quantity but also not sacrificing quality by trying to like stretch it out over six episodes yeah and 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 answer um questions that we as the audience are dying to know the answer to that don't make sense for them to really dive into in a feature-length film yeah or or pose new questions like how did Quinn get his guns like did he buy them off the black market like what's the story there like that's that you know that's a question that I've kind of had like 
Yeah. How did this Quinn get his get his pistols? That's that's kind of an interesting for, thought. Like for for me, it's an interest interesting thought, and it was a question that was answered. But it's not as big of a question as the one that was now posed, which was, how the hell did Nebula get Bucky's arm? <laughs> yeah. What is but, yeah? What, what is that? Did she did she trade these for it? I, I mean, can't see Bucky. It's not going the army he's wearing in Winter uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. In Falcon Winter Soldier, he's got a new arm. Oh, does he? I thought it was I'm, the same one. I'm fairly confident it's not the because it's his black arm. and gold one, right? It was his. It wasn't his Winter Soldier arm. It was his. His Winter Soldier arm. arm was pretty much just silver. Um. Yeah, with the red like soviet yeah but in here is a, a good picture oh no no it is it, it does look arm, similar man. yeah yeah i thought i that's thought it was question, different that's a question we're gonna upgraded. need answered oh. pardon that's a question we're gonna need oh, answered. Yeah. that's a new question yeah yeah and and does bucky not have an arm now like <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> maybe after falcon and winter soldier is when he upgraded and nebula's like hey i can I can I have your arm that you're not using? Because you know I know somebody that really wanted for Christmas. Yeah, but you see Bucky saying yes to that. I see Bucky being struck by the spirit of the season, and Santa Claus standing behind Nebula, giving him the old nod. Go for it, buddy. I got a new watching, one for you. You're watching a different MCU than I am. But hey, hey, if the MCU follows. Uh, comic book canon Santa Claus does exist within the universe that's fair I guess so I guess um, so yeah saying. so the the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special um, let's let's dive into this I initial impressions I was lukewarm to this going into it i was like yeah, did I'm you go into it watch it wanting to watch an mcu title or wanting to watch a expecting a christmas title like a christmas title yeah, i was okay yeah because that I, really it, like how you go into it sets the tone for the whole thing well it, it couldn't trounce all over canon like it needed to no. be it needed to fit in as part of the story for sure um but Ultimately, I wasn't, you know, like as as we talked about in the news the other day, Guardians has has never been like my super excited. Oh my gosh, I can't wait! Franchise within the MCU, and so I was, yeah, I was like, oh, you know, okay, whatever. It's James Gunn that made me excited. It's Christmas that made me excited. Uh, it's Kevin Bacon that you know, if that doesn't excite you, there's something wrong with you. Um, so yeah, I went into it. Uh, but but mostly kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Like thinking this would be a maybe watch once and, and you know, glad I watched it. Don't really need to see it again kind of thing. Uh, this might become an annual tradition now. Oh, it'd be so cool. It is such a good, I don't I keep wanting to say movie, but it's, it's, it's just so good. It is so good it made me laugh it got me excited at times and i didn't cry but i there were two moments where i could feel the tears like 
kind of welling up a little bit in my eyes, which I did not expect at all. Um, so all in all, really good. What are your first thoughts on this? Yeah, it. I went into it expecting Christmas movie kind of material, and it didn't disappoint. <laughs> like, yeah, you've got the you got the com like the kind of Christmas comedy. You've got uh, um, heartfelt laughs, heartfelt um, uh, kind of emotions flowing there for from the kind of the gift giving and the revelation of um uh, uh nebula not nebula um mantis and quill being related and yeah, yeah. just it hit it had all the, those kind of hallmarks that you want from a, a good christmas movie yeah christmas good christmas music christmasy music you got um uh, you got um iconic cameos from yeah. from uh actor an actor like and yeah. not and not playing a character like uh, the actor comes in as themselves into this fictional world, and it's like, oh, that's so yeah. And references um, other actors. So it, yeah. Henry Winkler is now official MCU canon. <clears throat> yeah. So it was first impression. This is a this is a great Christmas movie. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so a, good, and it's a great addition to the MCU. Starting from the the like iconic Christmassy feeling animated intro yeah like that takes you back to like old animated christmas specials yeah not like the old claymation stuff but like yeah 80s and 90s old school animation style so that was good and fun and gave us some backstory um the music you talked about the music the music in this is ridiculous like that rock number at the beginning that happened and and Quill says it perfectly. He's like <laughs> That was hilarious. He's like, You just got these instruments? <laughs> like yeah. it was well it, it was just a like good him song. Uh, him commenting on all the all the thoughts of their 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 alien thoughts on the stories that they've been told and told from like third like they didn't hear it firsthand from Quill. No. Or else Quill would have known what they were do- up to. Like yeah. they heard it third hand from yeah, it's the like, broken probably telephone. Rocket. Like a yeah. lot of their references are like really weird thoughts that someone like only Rocket would have. Yeah, Rocket puts his own spin on everything, right? Yeah, like and and that's what a lot of these thoughts feel like. They feel like Rocket raccoon thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Oh, man. So that happens. It gets introduced to us that, um, you know, Peter's all supposedly all bummed out because it's, you know, it's Christmas and he hasn't actually really had a, a, a traditional earth feeling Christmas in years. Right. Yeah. Well, essentially since he was, since he was abducted on, on from Terra, which for the layman, that's what the aliens call earth. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so Mantis and Drax kind of set out to Earth to find Quill the perfect Christmas present. Mm-hmm. And his hero. 
uh, well, they don't decide that quite at first. It's not, and, and you know, at first it's just like, let's go get him the cr- perfect Christmas present. And then it becomes, well, what if the perfect Christmas present is a person? What if it's his, yeah, his, his hero, um, who they don't acknowledge or realize is an actor, right? <laughs> they think that the yeah. tales of Footloose and, and everything they're, else. They're real stories. Friday the 13th. They're all like, yeah, they're all real stories. Um, but. Uh, two interesting things about this at this point. One is this special not only was an excellent Christmas thing and was funny and emotional and whatever else, but it took a character who at this point I don't even think you could consider a B character in Mantis. Just this like basically nothing blink and you miss it kind of character. Yeah. Right? Well, she she also hasn't had time to develop on screen like right. the rest of the guardians. Like she was introduced in the second act of, of guardians of the galaxy two. Yeah. And she didn't have that much screen time. She plays uh, a pretty overall. big role in infinity war. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When she's sitting but, on Thanos's shoulders, kind of yeah, brainwashing but again, him in the grand scheme of the film, she's got minimal screen time compared to yes, other, no, for sure. Other characters. And, but took this special took that character and elevated her to like we all adore Mantis now, kind of because she really is the main. Like Drax comes along with her, but Mantis really is the main character of this story. Yeah, absolutely. And, and but it works, and it's brilliant. It's so good in, in a way that only James Gunn could do. Right? Let Let's take a character that nobody really knows, nobody cares about as like what he did with guardians of the galaxy in the first place and, and was like, and, and make them the central point and everyone's going to love it. Uh, yeah. and it, it succeeds. The weird thing for me was so like timeline wise, this seems to take place certainly post end game. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. And there's no Gamora. So, there's no Gamora and um, I I was just like, oh, there's also, we have swole Groot. Swole Groot's kind of a dead giveaway yeah. that this happens post end game. I was just like, I'm some of the reactions to like when the ship comes in and lands on earth. Yeah, you know, that's something you're going to whip your phone out and take, you know, whatever. But there was several like earth, interactions to the guardians that were like it was like these people were discovering for the first time that they're not living in the world that you and i live in yeah well the fact that they were shocked to see a spacecraft yeah it's like i mean how the battle of new york happened how long ago yeah, and then half of you were blipped away, and then Thanos, yeah. there was, like, that all happened, so, and there's the Avenger. There's, you live in a world the, where there's an incredible yeah. Hulk. So, I, mean, I, I just had a thought. Maybe there's a fear there that they're not sure if it's friendly or foe. But at the same time, if it's just kind of peacefully gliding overhead, how how is that? That feels like it's a fairly normal. I guess it wouldn't be a normal occurrence. Nor- for not normal, people. but this is the world you live in now. Yeah, like it, sh- it shouldn't be utter shock. Yeah, so that was a little a little janky, yeah. I thought. But the, 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 when they're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, they they're not even recognized. Like 
Thanos, or sorry, not Thanos. You mentioned Thanos. So, um, Drax gets confused for um, the God of War. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kratos. 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 Yeah. Kratos. By one of by somebody like, hey, can we get a picture of you as Kratos? Is like, <laughs> I guess they have kind well, of similar just, tattoos. That's just, but, that's just but, L.A. though, right? Like, you, yeah, you, you could walk that's down. Funny. It, people wouldn't have batted an eye at Rocket. Like, that was just, yeah. as, that's L.A. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so oh, that man, happens. There's a, bit of a, there's a bit of a heartbreaking moment there, too, though, when they, they see the person dressed up as Captain America, and they're, like, super excited to see an old friend, only to realize it's not. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. Um, The Kevin Bacon stuff happens. Kevin Bacon's hilarious in this, playing... You know, probably a slightly exaggerated version of himself, but that's, oh, I definitely. Mean, that's you know, but what you do. Uh, man, can we not, Kevin Bacon is like. Hollywood royalty. He, yeah, he, he's so good. He's great. The biggest but, revelation I think that should come out of this holiday special is not that Kevin Bacon is canon. Not even that Henry Winkler is canon. But Batman and Bruce Wayne are canon yeah. in the MCU. They've done they've done this before though. I feel like the DC characters have been mentioned prior to this in the Marvel universe. Possibly. Yeah. I can't remember but where, but I'm I'm almost positive like, yes. they have been. It was just I, I don't know, it was so funny, right? That he's he's a character in an MCU movie pretending to be a character from the DC universe. Like, I don't know. That was, that was epic. It was so good. Um, the comedy stuff between Drax and Mantis, right? With Drax, Drax with his little inflatable elf <laughs> and Mantis with her, her candy cane and the debate over whether or not it's a man and <laughs> the, the flipping of the cop car. And then she offers yeah. them the candy cane as a peace offering. And like, that was also good. Yeah. The first moment that makes me tear up, though, and I was like, I, it was just such an emotional moment for me, is when when Peter first comes out and they're, like, turning the lights on and they they start making it snow and they've turned it into this Christmas village. And you just yeah. see this, like, amazed, confused bewilderment in shock kind of expression on Peter's face and it just the more lights they turn on it just continues to grow yeah. and I was just like what a what a sweet thing to do like the amount of work yeah. very and choreographed gone and stage like okay first we do this yeah and then once he realizes that we do this and some and of the members are a little reluctant like yeah. <laughs> nebula uh, <laughs> nebula yeah but it was like I don't know it was like this is a Christmas like that was the moment where it became official where I was getting that hallmark feel good feeling of mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, they pulled off a Christmas miracle for him. Yeah. In this like, you know, amazing way. Yeah. That was, that was a great scene. I yeah. like the scene prior to just prior to that, when they're coming back to nowhere with Kevin Bacon and having a conversation and they realize Kevin Bacon, isn't the hero 
he's been made out to be. He's an actor. Gross. Those are the worst kind of people. Yeah, it's so (laughs) mad. Like their their visceral response to the fact that he's an actor. Yeah, it was so meta, but so good. <laughs> and then, so and then good. yeah, and then Mantis does the mind thing and tries to, okay, pretend you're an actual here. And he, like, he starts acting. Yeah, he's like a British <laughs> on soldier accent, from World War II. Pretends to be Bruce Wayne, like you mentioned. Oh. Yeah. So funny. Uh, so And it's oh, like, no, so just good. be yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, and then, I mean, the one-liners all throughout this, right? Like after that, they're yeah. like during that scene, they're like, "Oh, you see, you're the worst." Like we, I hate you, Kevin Bacon. And then when they reveal Kevin Bacon to Peter, right? The the present opens, and Drax is like, "Look, it's Kevin Bacon, who we totally don't hate." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, Drax is. I've all like John Cena's done a great job as Drax. Yeah, so is Dave uh, Bautista, the actor that plays him. Uh, Well, who did I say? You said John Cena. That's a peacemaker. (laughs) Different wrestler. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Dave Bautista, yeah, does a great job of portraying him. Yeah. And just, and and it's such great writing to kind of bring the character to life. I just love it so, like, the the taking things literally and the yeah he doesn't the, have a sarcastic bone in his body yeah like he, it sounds like sarcasm but if you know the character he's being literal <laughs> like or trying to be like yeah. his lies aren't they come across sarcastic but they're they're just yeah, he's just trying to bend the truth. He's not trying to be sarcastic. Yeah. Oh, no, so for sure. funny. Uh, and then we get a musical number from Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. And that was like... That was know, cool. Th- there's a part where it gets a little hokey just because, like, you know, Kevin Bacon, like, the turnaround, the transition that they need to do from Kevin <laughs> Bacon being, like, terrified and kidnapped yeah. to relieved to be spirit. going home. Well, to calling yeah, is well, the fact that I like that they addressed. They're like, oh yeah, we need to we need to put a satellite dish on the front of the ship that explains why he's getting self service. Well, it's not in phone the front. Rang. It's just it's out. It's, it's in orbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the phone rang but, and instantly I turned and looked at Brienne before they even address like before even Kevin why? Bacon is like, how in the hell am I getting yeah. service? I was like, I looked at Brienne and I was like, what? But. Yeah, was but so I good. mean, it also answers a question like she in She Hulk, the Hulk is on a jet or on a spacecraft in the middle of space talking yeah. to She Hulk on his cell phone. Yeah, so it kind yeah, of yeah, answers yeah. that question too. That question as well. <laughs> like it, it, like, like I said earlier, like it does. It answers these little questions that aren't pivotal to the franchise. To they don't need to be answered, but they're just no. little like otherwise fan theories are thrown out there so we get this answer about like how do cell phones work in space yeah um just puts a little uh, bow on things yeah um there was another one like yeah like the the peter quill getting his guns um there's there's a few other little 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 questions that are posed that were that that are answered in this that kind of just make the world feel a little bit more real yeah yeah um, it's really good. 
so I talked about the first scene that made me emotional. Yeah. I feel like it's obvious what the second one is. Uh, Groot giving gifts. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those incredible little dioramas that he's somehow managed to no but those were amazing it was like he's giving the best like the guy who's got arguably the worst dexterity out of any of them <laughs> for like putting together small little delicate things has like created this fantastic especially like the russian doll one where it was like a diorama of him opening the diorama of him opening the diorama yeah, yeah. so good yeah. so have, good. have you watched the i am groot series like no, I watched episodes. one episode, I think, and I was they like, kind oh, of this is get cute, into but I like, have time. Like the whole, for those that aren't aware, this isn't the same Groot from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. No. He is Groot's offspring. He is that Groot's offspring. This is a new being, new consciousness, new soul. Yeah, he's basically a sapling that they gathered from. Yeah, a seed. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, he, he, so he is like, he's got his own unique personality, his own tastes, his own way of dealing with the world. So, like, his own protein supplements, apparently. Yeah. In in the I Am Groot series, he's pretty kind of clever and crafty. Like crafty and like he likes to make crafts. So it kind of like they just kind of he's they're just kind of building on that aspect of this new character. Yeah, they leaned into it. These crafts. Yeah. No, the scene that made me the scene that made me so emotional, obviously, was the the Peter and Mantis. Yeah. You know, when she she reveals to him that they're siblings. And she's not entirely sure how he's going to take it. Yep. And, and he says like the perfect Christmas movie line. And he just hugs her and says, are you kidding me? That's, that's the greatest Christmas gift I could have ever gotten. Yeah. And at first I was like, uh, is it? But then I was like, (laughs) yeah, this is for him. It is now his only family. Like, yeah, it is own, actual genuine family. Yeah. Genetic family, yeah. Yeah. Man, I was like, yeah. Like I said, no tears, like, fell, but my eyes were getting pretty watery. I was like, man, this is this is up there as far as, like, emotional MCU moments, and it's happening yeah. in a ridiculous, <sighs> over-the-top Christmas special. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'll so probably good. watch it again before... December is over. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Did you watch it with your family? No, I watched it by myself. Oh, so yeah, you got to show. Ada hasn't watched any MCU content. She's, or, or she doesn't, I don't think she's even watched any Marvel stuff. No, oh, wow. I've read, she's read a few kind of car, child appropriate comic books, but yeah, it's a little uh, above like the content of the MCU is a little bit above her emotional range right now. I think. Well, she could watch I Am Groot. Oh yeah, she loved know. that stuff. That's you know, and then there's nothing awful in in like you know, what kid doesn't need to see Peter Parker turning into dust, <laughs> and floating away into nothing? 
Yeah. Um, do you have like it, I know it's it seems like a short review, but like it's, it's so hard to say anything about it aside from just listing all the awesome. Like I don't have any issues with it. I man, it. I want to say it was too short, but I like this kind of more short form storytelling for, for, for like visual, visual yeah. storytelling. Well, it's better to be left wanting more, right? Then. Yeah. Well, and like they're, you're forced to make your storyline cleaner and uh, more streamlined and just, just more succinct, you know, like you can't fill it with clutter and things that aren't necessary. Yeah. You don't need all these B stories. Yeah, like with Andor, we've got you've got two storylines running through through that series. Oh, at least that, that you could that you could write out, and the story of Ant, the movie, the show would just be would be just as good. Just as so, good. So, yeah, yeah, like they don't have you don't have time for that in this little thirty minute bit. Yeah, this standalone thirty minute bit. Like if there were if it was a TV show, I'm sure we'd get all kinds of that stuff, but. It's 30 minutes. That's all you get. Write a story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're not, you're not going to start like, you're not going to give us backstory to that band that played in the opening scene. No, right. No, you don't it doesn't need matter. To. You're not going to give us a, you're not going to give us shots of, of Groot uh, pounding back protein shakes and lifting no. weights, which clearly he is. Yeah. He's, he's, He's gone from looking like his old man, skin and lanky and lean, to to being uh, football player bro, looking for the next kegger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so then here's the question: On a scale of zero to ten, how would you rank the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Oh, man, like an easy eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah. All right. All right. And you? <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to. I'm like, this is a two-way <laughs> street here, pal. I to jump in. Um, I would give it a you're nine. You're so polite. You're always waiting to be asked. Yeah, yeah. You just well, want to be recognized feel. for. <laughs> <laughs> I need to feel special, you know? Yeah. I need to. Uh, I give it a nine. Nine out of oh, ten. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, it was. Um, it was everything it should have been, and nothing that it shouldn't have been. And mm -hmm. it was fun. It was ridiculous. But so are like, you know, it, it's it's the type of holiday special that would only work for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Yeah. Well, I could see it working with Scott Lang and Ant Man, like an Ant Man. Like maybe maybe they'll do that next year because yeah. Scott's kind of a goofy guy and he's got a family and yeah I think I think that could work. Um, yeah, you could do it with some other characters, but it would be more of a a Christmas drama, serious drama, or yeah, rom com. Kind yeah, of thing. kidnapping Kevin Bacon wouldn't work though. No, like that's that's yeah, that's only a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. Yeah, cool. Cool. Well, thank you for listening to this short but sweet and and God, so so happily 
happily overjoyed to have watched this and that it exists. Uh, review of Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Um, make sure you check out our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, all the things that Pete would normally say. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, merch, like a con- like like and like the episode, leave a review. You know, those all things. All the stuff. All the, the things stuff. that spread the holiday love. Yeah. 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 Speaking of holiday love, as soon as we wrap this, I'm putting on some pants and I'm getting in the car and I'm going to go watch David Harbour in Violent Night. Oh, lucky bastard. Yeah. What do you mean lucky bastard? We're reviewing I it tomorrow. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I, I I look forward to watching that. I'm going to skip your... I'm going to be skipping what, listening to that. Pod. I don't listen to our our version, our podcast, part of the podcast. I oh. still listen to you and Pete rattle on. Um, you know that it's supposed to be you and I reviewing that, right? Is it? Yeah. I thought you and Pete were doing it. No, Pete doesn't watch those movies. It's got well, bad words I, in it. When are, um, man. I, okay, I we might be postponing that review, but it, it's... It'll it'll come. I'll have it'll to see happen. where because I don't know if it's coming to Hanover. Ah, oh. which means I got to go to Owen Sound, which means there's more work involved. Yeah, like meeting up with Tim Diarmond along the way, and or so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. yeah that's it is coming. Yeah. It'll We're, come. It'll come it, at some point. Like, yeah, yeah. There'll be a yeah. Looks good. <laughs> 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 anyway, remember people. Human trafficking is never a good Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs>